0: To the memory of Ben Jonson, by Jasper main Read for LibriVox.org by Phil Schemph. As when the vestal hearth went out, no fire less holy than the flame that did expire could kindle it again. So at thy fall, our wit, great Ben, is too apocryphal to celebrate the loss, since 'tis too much to write thy epitaph and not be such what thou wert like the hard oracles of old without an ecstasy cannot be told we must be ravished first thou must infuse thyself into us both the theme and muse else though we all conspired to make thy hearse our works so that it had been but one great verse though the priest had translated for that time the liturgy and buried thee in rhyme so that in metre we had heard it said poetic dust is to poetic laid and though that dust being shakespeare's thou might'st not his room but the poet for thy grave so that as thou didst prince of numbers die and live so now thou might'st in numbers lie twere frail solemnity verses on thee and not like thine would but kind libels be and we not speaking thy whole worth should raise worse blots than they that envied thy praise indeed thou need'st us not since above all invention thou wert thine own funeral hereafter when time hath fed on thy tomb the inscription worn out and the marble dumb so that twould pose a critic to restore half words and words expired so long before when thy maimed statue hath a sentenced face and looks that are the horror of the place that twill be learning in antiquity, and ask a Seldon to say "This was thee, thou wilt have a whole name still, nor needst thou fear that will be ruined or lose nose or hair, let others write so thin that they can't be authors till rotten, no posterity can add to thy works they add their whole growth then when first born and came aged from thy pen whilst living thou enjoyed'st the fame and sense of all that time gives but the reverence when thou'rt of homer's years no man will say thy poems are less worthy but more gray tis bastard poetry and o oh, the false blood which can't without succession be good things that will always last do thus agree with things eternal they at once perfect be scorn then their censures who gave tout thy wit as long upon a comedy did fit as elephants bring forth and that thy blots and mendings took more time than fortune plots that such thy drought was and so great thy thirst that all thy plays were drawn at the mermaid first that the king's yearly butt wrote and his wine hath more right than thou to thy catiline let such men keep a diet let their wit be racked and while they write suffer a fit when they've felt tortures which outpain the gout such as with less the state draws treason out though they should the length of consumption's lie sick of their verse and of their poem die twould not be the worst scene but would at last confirm their boastings and shew maiden haste he that writes well writes quick since the rule's true nothing is slowly done that's always new so when thy fox had ten times acted ben each day was first but that twas cheaper scene and so thy alchemist played o'er and o'er was new o'er oh, the stage when twas not at the door we like the actors did repeat the pit the first time saw the next conceived thy wit which was cast in those forms such rules such arts that but to some not half thy acts were parts since of some silken judgments we may say they filled a box two hours but saw no play so that the unlearned lost their money and scholars saved only that could understand thy seed was free from monsters no hard plot called down a god tun i the unlikely not the stage was still a stage two entrances were not two parts of the world disjoined by seas thine were land tragedies no prince was found to swim a whole scene out then o'er the stage drowned pitched fields as red bull wars still felt thy doom thou laid'st no sieges to the music-room thou wouldst allow to thy best comedies humours that should above the people rise yet was thy language and thy style so high Thy sock to the ankle, buskin reach to the thigh, and both so chaste, so buff dramatic clean, that we both safely saw and lived thy scene. No foul loose line did prostitute thy wit. Thou wrought'st thy comedies didst not commit. We did the vice arraigned, not tempting here, and were made judges, not bad parts by the ear. For thou even sin didst in such words array that some who came bad parts went out good play, which ended not with the epilogue, the age still acted, which grew innocent from the stage. Tis true thou hadst some sharpness, but thy salt served but with pleasure to reform the fault. Men were laughed into virtue, and none more hated face acted than were such before so did thy sting not blood but humours draw so much doth satire more correct than law which was not nature in thee as some call thy teeth who say thy wit lay in thy gall that thou didst quarrel first and then in spite didst gainst a person of such vices write that twas revenge not truth that on the stage carlo was not presented but thy rage and that when thou in company wert met thy meat took notes and thy discourse was net we know thy free vein had this innocence to spare the party and to brand the offence and the just indignation thou wert in did not expose shift but his tricks and gin thou mightst have used the old comic freedom these might have seen themselves played like socrates like Cleon, mammon might the night have been, if, as Greek authors, thou hadst turned Greek spleen, and hadst not chosen, rather, to translate their learning into English, not their rate. Indeed, this last, if thou hadst been bereft of thy humanity, might be called theft. The other was not. Whatsoever was strange or borrowed in thee, did grow thine by the change, who without Latin helps hadst been as rare as Beaumont, Fletcher, or as Shakespeare were, and like them, from thy native stock could say, Poets and kings are not born every day. In the poem, this recording is in the public domain.